Gunners and Alley when you wake up. Waking up next to Gunners and Alley. The perfect blend for breakfast. 91.7 The Wave. Morning, Ali. Good morning. Really important. I have to get this out of the way before we discuss anything else today. Um, did you manage to get something chocolatey from your shopping <laughs> list that you had yesterday? Yes, I got my barbecue shapes and yes. I got something chocolatey, which was a bag of uh, lint Easter eggs, the red ones. Ah, so you did go the Easter egg choice. It's good because it's like just a, just enough. It's just enough. Just enough. You pop a couple and you're done. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, I did pop a couple. Then I wanted a couple more. Oh, dear. Because anyway, lint is a bit moorish, isn't it's it? It's very moorish. Oh, dear. Anyway, I got overcharged <laughs> from them as well. They oh. were supposed to be on special $2.50. I was charged 3 bucks, and I had to get the cash lady over. I said, um... Price check. She goes, oh, thanks. Like, yeah, you're right. It's two fifty. Something else I also noticed: hardly any specials at the supermarket yesterday. Usually there's stacks, yeah. and there were hardly any. None on cat food. Cat was yeah, very disappointed. Right. Okay. Well, I'm sure you're, you were because you had to pay for it. Cat exactly. doesn't care what you put into the bowl, does she? <laughs> care factor. Funny though, because I went online just to see what their catalogue was. Coles, I'm talking, and um, they aren't showing their catalogues or promoting catalogues just because of people going crazy coming into the shop. So basically, it's well, come in and enough. see what's there. That's fair enough. So I thought, oh, yeah, okay, that's cool, that's yeah. cool. I see how they're playing it. Hmm. Also, just on the side note, I was chatting with my American friend, Jody, and I just can't believe how worldwide we're all in the same boat. We are talking about the same things, and for sure. once we're aligned. We usually are like, what are you doing? I'm doing this, and what are you doing? I'm doing this. It's all about the Rona. The human race has come together over the shortage of toilet paper. I know. Uh, by the way, there is no shortage of toilet paper. It's just that people keep Think on buying it. that there is. <laughs> when I went, there was plenty on the aisles. There you go. Mm. So hopefully the, uh, the people who think they can ward off coronavirus by wrapping themselves in toilet paper, hopefully they've done their toilet paper <laughs> shopping for the next three years. They've moved on to booze now. <laughs> they have too. <laughs> Which is now restricted. So thanks a lot for that, people. Yeah, brilliant. Take me to my island, what a great jingle. Such a good jingle. As you know, Rottnest Island, home of Quokka's selfies, White Sand and Sun will now be home to 800 Australians, including 200 West Australians who are due to disembark at Frio Port tomorrow from the cruise ship Vasco da Gama. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? I think so. They're going to be ferried straight to the island, obviously, on the ferries. Uh, look, it's not a bad way to spend a quarantine, Gunners. Now, are there enough beds? Yeah, there's 699 individual rooms on Rottnest, but many of the 800 passengers will be couples or families and they can be accommodated together. Some of those historic cottages have up to eight beds in one house with all the shared kitchen and toilet facilities and uh, it's like an expenses paid holiday on our gorgeous island with quokkas and sunshine. I can think of worse things. That's right. (laughs) Um, The small nursing quarters on the island has been fitted out with two isolation units. So you can't holiday there, but you can have the coronavirus and go there. That's right. Obviously, Rottnest is now closed to the public, but that's the update on Rottnest. Prince Charles has tested positive for coronavirus. Clarence House shared the news yesterday along with the news that his wife Camilla has tested negative. Both the 71-year-old Charles and 72-year-old Camilla are self-isolating in Balmoral Castle in Scotland. The Prince's symptoms have been reported as mild. Keith Urban has paid tribute to Kenny Rogers with a touching cover of The Gambler that he recorded in his basement. You got to know when to pull them. It's a great cover. Yeah. Bindi Irwin is married. Crikey. 
<laughs> she tied the knot with fiance Chandler Powell yesterday at Australia Zoo in Queensland. Bindi moved her wedding forward, obviously, before the strict five-person rules were put in place for weddings and said on Insta, we held a small ceremony and I married my best friend. There are no words to describe the amount of love and light in my heart right now. We've planned this beautiful day for nearly a year and had to change everything as we didn't have guests at our wedding, which was a very difficult decision, but important to keep everyone safe. However, Erwin added she was able to celebrate alongside mum, Terry and brother Robert and, of course, all the animals. Foo Fighters' Dave Grohl is launching Dave's True Stories on Insta to entertain all of us in isolation. He posted, Hi, my name is Dave. Sometimes I play drums, sometimes I sing, and sometimes I tell stories. I'm currently looking for work, so I thought I'd pass the time by writing true short stories that will make people smile. I look forward to sharing some of the more ridiculous moments in my life with you. Stay tuned. Oh, and wash your f***. Hands. And stuck for things to watch? Well, your selection just got a whole lot broader with Foxtel announcing they've opened all their channels to customers. What? Yeah, if you have a Foxtel account, you now get every channel plus movies, no matter what your package is. And if you're a Foxtel Now customer like I am, you get all the channels, just not the movies. So I basically pay $15 a month and now I get all of their channels. Bonus. Gunners, everyone has their own song that they wash their hands to. It has to equate to about 20 seconds, of course. Lots of people are singing Happy Birthday twice and others are adapting their favourite songs to make sure they're getting their full 20-second hand wash routine in. Some are even doing Eminem's Lose Yourself. Do you have something that you sing? I can't say I do. Do you but just I count? I know you do. I do. I rickroll myself and I sing the chorus of this song. Yeah. Risk athletes never going to give you up. It's actually really fun to wash your hands to. Okay, I'll try that next time. I'm washing my hands. I'm going to put Rick on. <laughs> and we've got 20 seconds worth of washing ahead of us. Brilliant. <laughs> what is love? What is love? It was a question posed by Hathaway in the uh, 90s. Baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> As we know, many businesses have closed, but many are still open. And we wanted to mention some of those businesses. Yesterday, it was the Ravo and their drive through meal service. Today, we're having a chat with Vinny from Osmic Pest Control. Hey, Vinny. Uh, very well, thank you. How are you adapting your pest control business around all of the new social distancing policies that are in place? Obviously, we're abiding by whatever the government is requiring from everyone. We're still running business as usual. What we do is I've supplied all my staff with Nylex gloves. They've all got their full face masks, etc., for the treatments. But what I've probably put in place throughout our business policy is to, when you get to a house, put the gloves on. Before proceeding to the door, put your full face mask on. I know it looks probably looks scary to the client, but one, it's taking <laughs> steps to make sure that we're taking the steps to prevent anything that could be passed from us to them and also that I'm protecting my staff so it can't be passed from them to us, if that makes sense. Yep, absolutely. So basically you go there, you spray the house and you go, right, you can invoice us or pay us by BPAY or suite. And they know we're going to come. And so what we're actually doing is taking steps on the phone. We chat to the clients. If they can leave the house when we get there, mm -hmm. then we recommend that. So then there's the social distancing is taken care of. You don't have to worry about anything else, if that makes sense. Yes. Okay. Now, Vinny, I know that everyone's making their homes their castles right now with a self-isolation. So, you know what? I really need my house spraying, so I would like to book you right now. Thanks. Oh, I could do that. <laughs> Bonus. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's worked out well for you, Vinny. Yeah, I know that, do they? <laughs>
All right, we're going to chat right after this. Yeah, Vinny, best of luck to you. Osmic Pest Control, guys are still in business. As you heard, they're taking really good preventative steps to help uh, with the social distancing policy. So give them a call, book them like Ali has just done. Yep. And best of luck to you, Vinny. All right, cheers. Thank you very much. It's time for your hard word. Are you ready? Uh-huh. The word is capitulate. Great word. Okay, capitulate. Now, I think you have an 85% chance of knowing what this is, but it's such a good word, I thought, let's air it. Because some people probably don't know what it means. Okay, fair enough. Does it mean to yearn, to yield, to yawn, or to yodel? <laughs> to yield. <laughs> Does it mean to yield, Gunners? You are absolutely correct. Yeah, I got a ding in everything. Yes, you did. <laughs> capitulate means to give in or to yield. Thanks for the easy one. I was just easing you in. I'm going to return the favour tomorrow by finding you a really hard one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's look at that Uh, leaderboard. Hmm. (laughs) Always to the leaderboard. (laughs) Yeah, well, she's got me there. I can still get a few wrong and be way ahead. (laughs) Now, the last time we spoke to sports guru Jack Crawshaw, it was this time last week, it was the start of a very nervous AFL season and, Jack, a lot has happened in just one week. Yeah, no, you're not wrong uh, there, Gunners. Good morning to you and Ali and all the listeners as well, yeah. Now, mate, uh, most countries around the world thought the Olympics wouldn't go ahead, but no one told Japan, but that since changed. (laughs) Yes, they were adamant they wanted to keep going, didn't they? They They sure were. They didn't want to give it up, Uh but unfortunately, I think pressure from firstly Canada, who said they wouldn't send a team if it went ahead on July 24, and then the Australians were quite adamant that they weren't prepared to send a team either. I think uh, some of the big sporting countries putting pressure on the IOC, I think, forced their hand. And ultimately, that's when that they decided that they would push it back 12 months, whether it's in that same period, because it then clashes with World Athletics and World Swimming Championships. So there's going to be a lot of negotiations that go on with those sports uh, to try and fit the Olympics in that window somewhere. But the best news is that any Australian athletes that have qualified for their sports for this year that is still valid for next year. So they don't have to go through the whole process of qualifying again. But I think that there will be some athletes that will be facing an uncertain time. Be some athletes sort of prime themselves for this July. Can they do it all over again for another 12 months from a mental point of view and a physical point of view to, to get there in Tokyo? Yeah. But at the same time, we'll see some athletes who will be provided some opportunity that weren't ready now that will be ready in 12 months' time. So mm. there'll be a mix of good and bad stories. And just quickly, what's the eSports buzz? Esports. Well, this is interesting. Some sports have decided they're going to transform the way that they do things and do it all in like an online gaming type situation. Right. So the V8 supercars, for example, because they can't drive on courses at the moment, they're going to be playing an online version. So the drivers will have simulators. Gamers unite. This could be something that anyone could have a My go at. My son could not, kick butt in this, I think. <laughs> it's, not as, it's not as amateur as going down to your local uh, arcade and sitting in one of the those uh, uh, driving cars, but obviously the simulators and courses and races will compete, you know, potentially all over the world uh, in this online esports. And I think it's going to be even broadcast on Fox Sports. That's mm. how serious they're taking it. So, yeah, watch out for esports. A lot of sports have decided to, you know, push um, their what would naturally be, you know, even running, etc. They're going to do it on simulators like treadmills, etc. So, yeah, look out for esports. It's a fascinating space. Okay, so you know how we've had a bit of a toilet paper thing going on worldwide as well. This doesn't just affect Australia. But we started it. (laughs) No, I think it's a worldwide thing, but Australians have just been real Aussie about it, you know? I know why. Why? 
because everyone knows how to protect themselves against the coronavirus. You wrap yourself in toilet paper from head to toe. <laughs> that is a falsehood. Do not do that and waste toilet paper. Right. My fact, though, is about French toilet paper. Did you know that most toilet paper sold for home use in France is pink? Instead of white? Yep, and the reason for that is quite economical. The toilet roll tubes are made from recycled pulp and it's kind of like a grotty grey colour, so they don't want to bleach it. Instead, they've decided to dye it a stronger colour. And the region's preference was pink. Fair enough. How cool is that? Pink toilet roll. And that's Ali's Random Facts here on The Wave. Have Gunners and Ali whenever you want. Podcasts at 917thewave.com.au.